Hello, hello, and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the second episode of The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 2, The Tribes of Tatooine. I feel like we met one tribe of Tatooine, but that's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, <laughs> still a really good episode, written by John Favreau, once again, directed by Steph Green. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. I could have spent the entire episode with the Tuscans and watching Simba get his stripes because that's basically what that story was and I thoroughly was invested. <laughs> there were a few critiques but overall and even you know I heard one particular headline that it's a, a pretty standard formula for Disney yeah but you kind of have to have the people to make it work the chemistry still needs to be there i've seen plenty of shows follow the same formula and have different results you still need the the cast to do its job you still need for in this episode you really needed the cast to do its job with the tuscans because we don't get anyone's facial expression except for boba fett in in the first maybe 10 to 15 minutes in the present day but for the most part with that being the strongest story arc thus far in this particular season it has been doing a lot just by uh, hand motions and misunderstanding of cultures and just getting to know each other from different cultures that that's meaty material it's a it is very ripe for comedy and they gave me that i'm pretty sure i was laughing in some scenes i wasn't even supposed to be laughing at but i really enjoyed this episode i just recommended it to uh, mimi and shy because they were not particularly interested and i understand uh and i was just fangirling they thought i was cracking the whip it's like i'm gonna watch this i'm like whoa 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 you ain't gotta I'm just <laughs> saying if you ever have some time <laughs> to get around it, I understand. So let's go ahead and jump into this recap now that I've gushed enough. Fennec returns to the palace with the prisoner, but despite the threat of decapitation, he won't speak. Fennec isn't impressed at all that he's from the Assassin's Creed of the Night Wind. He's like, yeah, uh, those sound like fake ass assassins because D8 is very scared and like emphatic that this man will not speak. Fennec's like, fine. Say hello to my little friend. Then she drops him into the pit below where he can come face to face with the ranker. And you did think for one second, I remember this scene very much from, it's one of the most memorable star wars almost said trek and would have been beat up by a lot of people <laughs> the the most memorable star war scene is when the monster comes in and eats the uh, you know the attacks the most fake monster ever but it was still scary i love the the whole uh job of the hut it's one of the you know really fun scenes that they had but in this particular case there is no creature <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to scare him because she wants to prove to d8 that what you think is correct is not always because these are some punk ass bitches and before the the whole crate even opened to reveal 
the creature before he even sees it he admits the mayor hired him to or them to kill boba he was screaming like a little girl let me out let me out it's empty congratulations you played yourself another beautiful area shot of the city of mas espa as they walk the streets to visit the mayor boba has come to return something that belonged to the politician uh hey guy you lost something thought you might want it back why in the world is the mayor's reception office like the bnb i laughed so hard was like yeah i want to see the mayor so do you have an appointment <laughs> that whole scene <laughs> had me in tears and then he explained to him yeah i got his punk ass bitch right here so i don't see your name on the schedule so you might have to come back later and then 12 pushes him he's like oh okay i guess you're gonna take over you even have to ask for that supervisor my supervisor is just right here <laughs> he uh tries to make excuses asking about his litter like hell i would have you know probably known you were coming if i would have hurt your litter so how many times people ask me about that before Finnick and Boba show themselves into the mayor's presence? Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> Moke Shays was his name, denies having hired any assassin as the Night of the Wind is not allowed to operate outside of Hut territory, even though, you know some huts are in town so he has one of his men casually murder the guy that totally gave him up and then offers boba the reward despite him not being a bounty hunter because he was being real disrespectful like i only see you as someone that can do one job so let me pay you for that bitch no fat flexes a bit reminding him the mayor serves at the behest of the number one stunner and that's me motherfucker and this payment is gonna be tribute the tribute you were supposed to give me and try to get out of but you gave me anyway and i don't accept bounties or rewards because i'm not a bounty hunter try to skip out on me mozzie clearly don't think boba is up for the job running a crime syndicate and tells him to go to the sanctuary to ascertain who may have tried to kill him as he swears he was innocent even though i killed the only person that could probably prove that i was not <laughs> i love the way he just moved his hand and had him casually murdered <laughs> like i'm not claiming that when they get to the sanctuary i cannot help but instant but notice the instant music cue very stagey and that blue elephant the first time i was like oh the second time straight out of muppets i didn't like it garza gives boba the heads up on the fact that jabba's twin cousins jabba the hut's twin cousins are claiming his throne as the sound of drums can be heard why did he need to go all the way down to the sanctuary just to hear what the news was on the street because i feel like everybody would have been talking about that and i felt as if the mayor just sent him on a wild juice goose case is that goose chase 
funny. Um, but yeah, a whole bunch of unnecessary cardio. He probably did it just because he don't have a litter. The twins arrive, and I thought this was a really done effect because I was not expecting to see anything resembling Job of the Hut, and they did it in double the size, <laughs> double the scoop, and they look great enormous disgusting with whatever he was doing with that poor creature because a hand towel it was not they claim the territory boba explains nah i want it fair and square the marjomo mar marjom marjomo some words i don't know how to say uh, apparently he took over the territory he killed him so now it's mine but the whispering viper which is the female twin wants bloodshed despite it being bad for business so after showing that they got their own wookie champion gladiator like this is a gladiator match they are carried away telling him to sleep light and once again calling him a bounty hunter just because that's history cred to the current moment <laughs> while back in the tank and we never went back to this storyline and i was not regretful at all not that anything is wrong with the current storyline it's just i didn't miss it when we didn't go back to it bubba recalls being taught to fight with that badass stick while others hunt and watch suddenly they are attacked by a train of soldiers losing several tuscans who we learn bury or not bury they're dead just burn their dead in a big old pile higher i learned that there are people under the masking clothes i did some research because i really was genuinely i don't i can never know with star wars what creatures are a creature or what may be human humanoid but there are a few occasions where they reveal themselves and i like the similarities between the tuscans and the mandalorians like they're kept hidden the mandalorians are hidden i like i love the parallels they were doing with this episode i will say boba just watching things unfold as the train came and then the, you know shooting starts popping off and he's still just standing there asking no questions moving no inches okay after seeing a speeder or later on after they bury you know their peeps i keep saying bury when i want to say flame royal <laughs> so wrong after seeing a speeder gang pass by he goes to the leader and tells him look i have a way to stop the train just give me a rifle and my stick in town a group of alien thugs are harassing people when boba's shadow greets them first i love that his intro music is erotic as fuck the fight scenes were great this one and the train one even though i must say i just missed the brutality in which 
<laughs> he was taking out those stormtroopers. Just, uh, you just knew people were getting bodied. This, I feel like he's knocking people out. <laughs> Still great. But, uh, yeah. I definitely, every time I see him fight, I'm just transcended back to that moment. And then I know it's hands down my favorite episode of The Mandalorian. He tells four or five speeders back and gives them to the leader in the group. And you just know the Tuscans are of melanin descent because the quickness with which they were stripping them vehicles. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. They thought they was on the new MTV show, Jack My Ride. Boba wants to teach them to ride so they can stop the train. Then they go to driving school. I loved everything about driving school, the language barrier, and then being like, huh? You want me to do what? He's like, stop. Back then, him doing the little hand gestures. He's like, like a bantha. <laughs> and he said, who wants to go first? No. Hell no. I was somewhere in the sand dunes going, you can do it. As that one guy mastered speedster jumping. <laughs> jumping. Finally, it's time to do the heist when they see the train coming. And despite losing a few, it is ultimately successful. I enjoyed the drone control unit as he kept speeding up the train thought that was efficient uh, the fights were awesome but particularly when the black prince made his way into the scene to show fed that he gangsta too hold up i'm busy killing these bitches he saw them pinned down he's like hold my purse he came on the scene and slammed the whole fucking speeder <laughs> and they jumped in he looked up at boba fett like oh you still up there Watch me. <laughs> Don't endure it for me. Now watch me whip. Now watch me nay nay. Okay. Now watch me whip. Whip. Watch me nay nay. That was a lot of fun. Seeing it from outside the train perspective was also, you know, just pow, pow. <laughs> Enjoyed that quite a bit. Fat then talks to the leader who assumed the Tuscans were raiders, the leader of the prisoners. And that they were just protecting their route. But he explains, as he's sitting on his throne, the dunes are the Tuscans' ancestral lands. And if you should pass through them, then a toll should be paid. But if you spill some blood, then you will be paid with the same. And you need to go ahead and tell that to your peoples. Your people come back to my peoples. And then we, you know, my favorite line, are you going to kill us? That depends on how you answer my questions. <laughs> And he said, do you have some sand? He's like, what's sand? <laughs> and then dropped the box. It's like that. That right there. This is not going good for you. Firmly in the inner circle now, the leader explains there are many Tuscan tribes and that uh, they have survived by killing. They remain hidden due to the off-worlder's machines. But Boba tells them they have machines too and that they should not have to be hidden they know the dunes better than anyone this is their land basically they shouldn't be made to hide in the place that they themselves are you know native to doesn't make a whole lot of sense now does it native americans arming themselves with the white man's weapon is what this very much reminded me of this is a very native american or pre-colonial story 
Since he has the gift of guidance, he offers something that will help guide him. A lizard. He's like, thanks. But then it crawled into his brain. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Boba had no understanding. I'm sorry, I think I swallowed it. <laughs> like, no, it's in your brain, fool. Go help you out. Are some scenes meant to be this hilarious? Because as he was beginning to trip balls, that one Tuscan just nodded his head like, yeah, that's right. Ooh, ooh, chill, chill, baby. Ooh, whole gang full of drug addicts. Ooh. You had the one, you know, his homie holding him down like, yeah, yeah, you about to be fucked up right now, but don't worry. It's all right. The other dude's like, yeah, you about to be fucked up. <laughs> His Wakandan journey takes him to a tree, which is rather typical, and the branches speak to him. And he realizes that he came from the belly of the beast. He knows from whence he came, and he is moving in a direction that is independent, where he is becoming the person he is now you know i had that life before me this is my new life the kid and the dog being his bffs is really getting me in my feelings he came back with a branch and they make that into a staff at first i was like why he come back with that big ass branch? <laughs> but then he is officially initiated into the tuscan culture and society I'm like my Simba Demi Proud. I rather got giddy as he removes his shackles of being a Mandalorian. Uh, then he gets his new uh, Tuscany robes. Because Mando, he got his best scar for the first time. And then they do the warrior dance. And that is how we end the episode. <laughs> um, very very moving scenes with the tuscans i i i don't know as much about them as some other particular um what's the word tribes of tatooine so to speak and so getting to know a little bit more about them continuing this journey of how we met him first in those robes he looks so good in those robes i even love when that little kid came up to him and he's like shit nice like you're looking good bro you're looking good the pride that they have just all of it makes me feel as if this is uh speaking to me on some familiar levels and i i really appreciate the show for that so if you want to send feedback on our next episode blackrocouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.